Andrea, and this week I'm going to do the one thing I know how to do. I am going to be pessimistic, sarcastic, because my life is a fucking mess. A fucking mess. Welcome to this episode. Just welcome to it, first of all. I had a whole plan for this episode, and I was going to be like, Let's talk about the top Amazon Prime shows to watch because someone actually asked for that. Well, they asked for a suggestion of shows that I thought were good. So I was going to talk about Amazon Prime shows because no one talks about Amazon Prime shows and I feel like they're heavily neglected. But then I had probably one of the most stressful weeks I've had for the year of 2021. And so many things happened that I feel like I need to use this episode as therapy. Do you know what's interesting about podcasting though, especially when you're solo? You're talking to an audience. It's like I'm performing to a room of like a hundred people, but you're not physically here yet. And I'm going to edit it, listen to it again, revise it for sound quality, do all these things. And then you're going to listen to what I have to say. And maybe you like it, you come back another week. Podcasting is interesting in that respect. But this week I have a lot to say. I have a lot to say this week. Let's start with, you know, one thing that's really been bothering me all week. So not really all week, but it happened yesterday. Let's talk about it. Today's Friday. I'm recording on um, my dog was just really constipated. And so Wednesday night, I had to walk her for three hours to go to the bathroom. Three hours I had to walk this dog for. So I became really physically tired, just needed to sleep. And I didn't sleep well. I woke up every hour to two hours. So I go to work and I do the one thing I know how to do. I over-caffeinate. And at some point, I knock my Tim Hortons large coffee onto my laptop keyboard and I fry the fucking computer. And I just got this computer in March 2021. So the computer lasted eight months. I have never, ever dropped any liquid on a laptop. And I think that launched me into a little miniature depressive episode. And maybe I sound depressed in this episode. I don't know if I'm depressed, but I'm extremely stressed. That I can say for sure. The good thing is the IT technician was at the office that day and I quickly got a new laptop. You know, benefits of working and not destroying your work laptop. But It was really depressing to me that I destroyed this piece of technology that was over $1,000 in such a short period of time. And I was really hard on myself. And I know that in the grand scheme of things, it's not a big deal to drop coffee on a computer. That's not your computer. But you feel bad that you do that. You know, nobody wants to do that. Kind of sucks. But that is probably the worst part of my week so far. I post this my personal Instagram story. I don't know if any of you guys follow me there. You guys probably only follow the podcast one. It has more followers. Either way, maybe I'll repost it. Who knows? Maybe I'll give you guys a laugh. 
So all this happens with the computer and my mom's like, you know what you should do? You should go to Costco and relax and, and have fun. And if you listen to episode 10 of this podcast, you know I fucking hate Costco. It's the most stressful place in the world. It's claustrophobic. Everyone in there is, you know, bodying up for a fight. And you want me to go in there and have fun. It's not possible. It can't happen. Really, at the end of the day, she just wanted apple turnovers or some kind of pastry thing. So I went in there and got it for her like the good, dutiful daughter I am. Costco has self-checkouts now, if you guys didn't know. I want to talk about them. Really do. You're charging me a fucking membership to go to your big box store to then cash myself out. And when I need assistance at the self-checkout, I can't even get it. Fuck you, Costco. That's my conclusion of the day. Let me move on to the next part of the episode that I really want to talk about. You guys may have seen this in my stories a while back. I need to have a discussion about it again. I talked about this man who's Italian and he keeps doing performances in his backyard and they're fucking trash. I'm swearing a lot today. I'm stressed. Let me continue. And he just keeps on performing and I need to know how I'm going to get him to stop. So if you guys have any, you know, advice for me how I can go after him get him to stop performing in his backyard please just like throw it here dm me email me tweet me do not care do what you have to do to help me get this guy to stop performing in his backyard he's absolutely terrible I don't know who's listening I don't know who's encouraging this behavior I need it to stop next thing we're going to talk about is Kim Kardashian on Saturday Night Live she was amazing And I know there's a whole talk about her OJ jokes being inappropriate and how they were a little bit tasteless or classless and she shouldn't have done them. I think sometimes we get to a point where we consistently talk about certain pop culture topics. OJ is consistently in the news and associated with the Kardashian name for obvious reasons. I don't know... And maybe because I like dark humor, I I didn't feel like those jokes were inappropriate, but I can honestly empathize with why his family or the family of, I think it was his wife. I can't remember her name now, but I can understand why the family fell away when I heard them back. Order in the Courtney or the people's court with a K was like the best segment of the entire, the best skit basically. She played Courtney Kardashian to a T. She bodied Courtney Kardashian. She was a better Courtney Kardashian than Courtney Kardashian. Chris was terrible, but I liked that she was terrible because it made things funnier. Anyways, I loved Kim Kardashian on SNL. If you have not seen Kim Kardashian on SNL, I suggest you go to at NBC SNL on Instagram and watch all the videos from the fact that she was there. Also, she did like a Bachelor thing, and I'm gonna it's gonna tie into the next thing I'm gonna talk about on this podcast episode. Tyler Cameron. Tyler Cameron has fucking made it. Tyler C is it. He is there. He's number one. Let me tell you how I know Tyler C has made it. He was on the stage with fucking, was it Jesse Williams? With John Cena. With Chris Rock. He was on a stage with the greats. He was on a stage with A-listers. He's literally now an A-lister. Can you think about it? Tyler Cameron has literally made it. I love Tyler Cameron. And if you don't know that about me yet, you need to know. I love Tyler Cameron. Tyler C is everything. And there was a tweet. And the tweet was from Batch Shit Cray. 
And they tweeted, I don't understand the hold that Tyler Cameron has in some of y'all. And I responded, a chokehold. I am in a chokehold because I'm in a chokehold. Tyler Cameron has yet to do anything wrong that I can find. And even if it's wrong, my brain just feels like it's right. Tyler Cameron is so beautiful, so hot. His abs are so intact. I have nothing bad to say about the man. He's flawless to me. And I understand that's a problem, you know, because every person's flawed. But even when he talks, it's not flawed. And I was trying to explain this to my therapist. Yes, I have a therapist. He's, he's a man. I'm trying to explain this to my therapist. I was like, listen, was it my therapist or my friend who's a therapist? I feel like it could be my friend who's a therapist who was also a man. But let me explain this. Some men, and correct me if I'm wrong, correct me if I'm wrong. Some men have a voice and there's like a vibration to their voice. And the vibration from their voice is like a siren call. And so they don't have to be cute. They don't have to be tall. But when you hear that vibration of the voice, you're like, hmm. And you mellow and you fall into like this clay and you become one with this man. You know what I mean? Even if you can't get him, it's like it hypnotizes you. I, I, there's a man like that. And Tyler Cameron has that for me. He has that voice. It's a vibration. I don't know if all women experience the vibration the same way, but it's a true thing. Google it. I haven't found an article to support my theory yet, but if you find one, please DM it to me, send it to me, tweet it to me, anything you want to do. I will appreciate it and prove. I need to talk about a new love. I have a new boyfriend, guys. He's, he doesn't know he's my boyfriend yet, but I have a new one. I'm on TikTok. Guys, I don't have an account. I won't... If I make an account on TikTok, you'll know I've really hit rock bottom because guys, I said, and I might cry saying this, I said, I will never be on TikTok. And guess what guys, I'm on TikTok. The app's on my phone and I use it. I'm gonna tell you the thing I like about TikTok. I like TikTok for the fact that there's some TikTokers I like and I'm gonna go directly to their page and watch their stuff. What I hate about TikTok is that the same same 30 minute loop, 30 minute, 30 second loop is used on tens of thousands of TikToks. So I'm listening to the same TikTok over and over and over and over again. And then eventually I just go crazy because I'm like, I hate this song. I like these tick and these talks. I like the vibe, I like the movements. I like the different people. I hate the fact that it's the same loop. Do you know, am I wrong? Am I making sense to you guys? Maybe I'm not. But also I've gotten a lot of good music from there. Neon Moon by Brooks and Dunn. But I was on TikTok and I went to Natalie Joy's TikToks. I, you know, I like to watch specific people's TikTok videos. And there was a song, it was like, come and get your girl. She be trying to flirt. So I let her wait, go, wait, go. I can't remember the exact song now. So I'm like, hmm, this is a weird TikTok trend. Why are people angling to their hips and whining? It just seemed very odd. Guys, I'm a grandmother. I, I find these things odd. So I do the one thing I know how to do. I click the song to see all the other TikToks associated with it to frustrate myself, to anger myself, okay? And I go and I see all these women are going on. I'm like, whatever. Then I see one man do it. He has abs of steel. And I'm like, ooh, nice abs, nice wine. And I proceed to watch this one TikTok video probably 26 times in a row. So I watch it. No dicks were involved. I want everyone to know that. And then 
you post an update to it in the comments section. So I watched that probably like an additional 31 times and I'm like, hmm. I've spent now maybe 30 minutes to one hour watching a man do a 15 second loop because I find him attractive. So then I decide after this length of time, I'm going to look at his name. It's Peter Vigilante, my new boyfriend. He doesn't always my boyfriend. My new celebrity crush, Peter Vigilante. Am I saying it right? I need Peter Vigilante to do me a favor. First of all, I need him to update his TikTok more. He's now one of my favorite TikTokers. Next thing I need him to do is take YouTube a little bit more seriously. I've watched all his YouTube videos. If you haven't listened to his episode with Harry Jowsey on Tap In and you're into Too Hot to Handle, I need you to do that. The only thing I have not done yet is watch Too Hot to Handle, which he's on. I've never watched Too Hot to Handle. If you think I should start, please let me know. You know how to get a hold of me. Maybe I should, guys. You know, life's not the best. I need something to occupy me besides this podcast and work and school and my dog and my family. I need something else to occupy me. So maybe I should start with Too Hot to Handle. To end off this episode, I'm going to talk about, no, I'm going to give my unsolicited advice. There's this Twitter page called Six Brown Chicks, at Six Brown Chicks. And every week people pose Q and A's or questions and then Twitter users give their answers. So I thought this week, you know what I'm going to do? I am going to give my answers to their questions because I have nothing else to do. And really, I ditched all the topics I was going to discuss for this week. So let's start with this, okay? Question one. Slipped and fell in love with a wise, hot, tap brother. He gives uplifting convos about the afterlife, mothership, etc. But he won't pay his bills. He refuses to work. He says teaching spirituality is his work and that me and his exes are to provide for him advice. He is using all of you, honey. There's absolutely no way that he does not know that he needs to work or he doesn't need to work. Whatever I just said, you know what I mean? He is absolutely losing you. You are very weird. You need to have more self-confidence for yourself, more self-respect, and date a man with a real job. Unless he's going to get like donations, you know, how like pastors get donations from the church. This man is just a scammer and you're falling for a scam. That's my answer. Question two. At 26, I'm in marriage mode. Engaged to a teacher and she's the one. Except her vagina is hideous. Lesions, bumps, reaction to hair dye, she says, and sex only four times. They've only had sex four times, guys. Irritates my, he put an eggplant. I want kids with her, but I don't want them to go through that to get here. Advice. Well, there's always the C-section. But that's not the advice I'm going to give. Have you had an STI test? Has she had an STI test? If you're having these issues already at the second, the fourth time that you guys are like, you know, doing the do and you have not thought, hmm, let me hit up a doctor. Let me tell her to hit up a doctor. You know, I don't understand what the problem is. Maybe you two are sexually incompatible. But I feel like because what you're saying is like all cosmetic looks, it's more of a medical issue. I feel like you guys could go to the doctor and figure this out. Um, you could also go to a plastic surgeon or you could also just close your eyes and not look at her vagina and it would save you some stress if you truly believe she's the one. That's my answer. Question three. Unemployed boyfriend just move in. 
He said his boy would stop by while I was at work. I saw in my ring cam that it was clearly a woman dressed in a man's hoodie. She stayed for an hour. He says she's gay and just a friend. He changed her sheets while cleaning up. Thoughts. He's cheating on you. That's all. That's my only thought. Your unemployed boyfriend is at home in your house, not paying bills, bored. So he called a girl over to entertain him while you're at work, making money to pay his bills. He's cheating on you. I have no other thoughts. Next question. Question four. Dating my woman for a month. Her ex, a contractor, built her a deck for her birthday. I know he's trying to get her back with, I know he's trying to get back with her, so I've been removing the deck plank by plank. I wanted to make a statement. I'm her man now. What to say and do when she sees the undeck? I'm worried. First of all, you're a man after my own heart. You're fucking petty. I love pettiness. I love a petty man. Love it. Love it. But I'm going to tell you something. Okay. Decks are expensive. And I want you to see my side of the story here, sir. Decks are expensive and decks are also a good place to sit outside in the summer and drink beer. You have now taken that opportunity away from yourself if you stay with her long term. So in my opinion, unless you're going to rebuild the deck, you just played yourself. Number two, if you're not on that mortgage, on that whatever not, she could charge you for undecking her house. So again, you may have played yourself. I understand why you did it, but there are other ways to be petty besides removing a deck plank by plank. And if I were her, I would break up with you and I would get back with him so that he could rebuild me the deck and then break up with him once the deck's rebuilt and then get a new boyfriend and have a whole strategy. So that's that. Moving on. That's my answer, by the way. Question five. My boyfriend and our three kids just moved to Atlanta for his job. I need your opinion. Suddenly, in the front, all his shirts smell like ass. He says the climate makes him sweat more, so he's funky. But it's not funk. I smell ass on his clothes. Thoughts? Hmm. Hmm. Um, did you ask him what job he's doing in Atlanta? Like, the job scope? The job spec? Maybe you're feeding him a different food. Maybe the way it's grown in Atlanta is different, so it's causing the body to have a different smell. Um... You know, maybe he made new friends and they attend the strip club a lot. Uh, I, I think you need to, like, get more of an understanding of what he does for work. I think you need to look to see if the food you're feeding him is genetically modified. I think you need to see if it's a different bath soap you're using. Are you washing his clothes properly? Like, I just, I feel like he's not in the wrong here. I feel like he hasn't done anything to you yet. You know, I feel like he just has a stench, which we, we can attack. Um, yeah, I think this is just a conversation. Last question. Question six. My 22-year-old co-worker, I'm 30, sent me nasty texts for months. Finally, in bed, he asked me to take his virginity. He's a virgin, so I take it. But it's quick trash. I feel obligated to sex him when he asks I'm his first. I like him, but I hate this sex scam. Help. You played yourself. You could do a couple of things here. I have some advice for you. Okay. My number one advice. 
is to never fuck a coworker. Never do it. I've heard stories of it going bad all the time. Just never do it. It's just not worth it. But since you've already done it, let me tell you what you do. First of all, you applaud yourself because you got someone and it's hard to find someone. Okay? You got you got Bay. You found Bay. You're not into Bay anymore for the reason that he's not as sexually experienced. If you feel that you like Bay and you like to proceed with some form of relationship, you as the older party, more experienced party, can teach some skills. That's number one. Number two, you can find a new job. I think you could do that. Depending on your industry, I know like in COVID times, it's a little bit challenging because the job market's not what we expect it to be, but you could find a new job. And I think that might be your best bet because once you find a new job, you know, the threat of your income not being there is not held over your head. So that's my response to you. You're not obligated to have sex with anyone, by the way. I just want to let you know that. You only feel obligated because your source of income's on the line. Furthermore, you had a choice. When he said, take my virginity, you knew he was a virgin at that point. You did not have to proceed, honey. No, you did not. And you chose to proceed. So that is my answer for you. You could start looking for a new job. Or you can have a conversation. He's 22. You can have a conversation with him. Mm. This is hard. Try the conversation. If it doesn't work, find a new job. That's my answer for you. Okay, we are done. Questions from Six Brown Chicks. I hope you enjoyed my answers. Guys, I need to go get my food. I Uber eats some Harvey's to me. It's at my door. I'm done the episode now. I hope you guys laugh, at least. It makes you laugh. It made me laugh. It raised my spirits to record this. Follow me on all social media. HBO Insecure starts on Sunday. I'm looking forward to that. I'll give you guys your weekly recaps for that. I have nothing else to add. Have a good week. Thank you.